Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A very special one. It's a yes. 20, the twenty fifth anniversary yes. of MTV Unplugged. I cannot believe. Yeah, we're gonna go deep into this. We've actually just rewatched it mm-hmm. and recorded a watch along episode exclusively exclusively for our Patreon listeners. Yeah, so Patreon is supporting the show now. That's how we we've ditched the ads. We went to the suggestion box. <laughs> like, oh, they don't they don't want a free book. <laughs> Nobody wants a free audio book. I don't get it. I'm like, bitch, where's my book? Uh-huh. I but if you ever do, it's still there. You it's can still, still go to audibletrial.com slash the Mariah Report. Yeah. But if you go to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Slash the Mariah Report. You can pledge a dollar or more. And then you get access to a whole world of like other things. Online but, content, yeah, exclusive ex- bonus episodes, yep. watch along episodes where you watch along with us. Yeah. As we relive the splendor of all these things. Yeah. And the watch along, we've done one before where we watched the Adventures of Mimi tour. Mm-hmm. So you don't hear it, but you just hear us talking in sync with it. Right. So it's like sitting there talking or like watching it with your friends. Yeah. So you it's a fun little thing. So we, so, so you're not going to hear it, but you're going to hear us talking over, commentating, commentating, if you will. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what that's what it is. It's a fun little thing. It so is. Uh, that's over at Patreon.com/slash mm-hmm. The Mariah Report. Yep. A dollar and you're in. A dollar and you're in, and you get all kinds of festive things, and you keep this show running, mm-hmm. and help us out and support us. Exactly, it's it's where the party is basically. Uh-huh. So yeah, um, go yeah. and do that. And of course, thank you to everybody who's done it already. Greatly appreciate it. So let's talk about unplugged. Um, I'm Dan Enriquez. I'm Martin Burgess. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to talk unplugged. Yes. This is I'm this is iconic in so many ways, Martin. Mm-hmm. It's an iconic moment in Mariah's career. Mm-hmm. It's an iconic MTV moment. Mm-hmm. It is iconic all the way around. Yeah. Like everyone knows this. Right. It, like it changed culture a little bit. And it almost it, even though it's a live performance of her first two albums, it's almost like its own album in a way. Right. I I was thinking like oh they originally recorded this 
um, for promotion for the Emotions album. Hmm. So she was promoting her, like, you know, Emotions, like, the latest single was Make It Happen. So, Mm -hmm. like, they were, like, promoting that and Can't Let Go and all of that. But what this really ended up being was its whole new vehicle and a whole new album and a whole new era of Mariah. Right. That no one even knew was coming. But because it was so amazing, they had to capitalize on it and make it a thing. Well, yeah. You just have to watch it and realize, oh, my God. Like, sell this shit. Yes. Somebody better put this on the market, girl. You don't come across this kind of stuff every day. Yeah, it would be wasted if it was just a TV performance. Right. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have gotten the home video. We wouldn't have gotten Mm -hmm. any of that stuff. I mean, obviously, you could watch it on MTV. So they recorded this in March of 1992. Yep. And then it was, it aired, I think, in April of 1992 like you know they re-ran it re-ran it blah 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 and then it started picking up steam because it was so amazing that Mm -hmm. they're like oh my god let's turn this into an album let's make i'll be there the single Mm -hmm. and then on june 2nd they released the album it's actually an ep is what they call it yeah um and with uh i'll be there being a number one single from it that came off it i know yeah so like they really turned it into this huge thing and i could be mistaken but i do believe that this changed this the landscape of mtv unplugged because it was so popular it made it a thing it made it a thing it made it um everybody wanted to do one and they knew that they could sell them Mm -hmm. as home videos and mariah was like sort of like the first one to do it Mm -hmm. you know to like sort of capitalize off of it yeah she broke the mold MTV Unplugged was relatively new when I did it. It was like my first concert, yet I was being filmed for TV. So all the things that I did prior to that had been just me with backup singers sitting at a piano singing. I haven't really heard anybody else do a good Unplugged. I think there's like a couple of rock bands. There's a couple of rock bands that did it. I know Eric Clapton had a very, very Uh, popular one. Nirvana had a very popular one. Did Tori Amos do one? I think she did, but I don't think it was popular. I love my Tori Amos, so that's Mm -hmm. no shade. Um, And then it sort of like went away for a while, and then they brought it back, and then Alicia Keys had a whole one. I was about to say, this is like in the vein of Alicia Keys before Alicia Keys. Right, 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 right. Like, this is like an Alicia Keys thing. Right, but like, it was way before. Way before Alicia Keys. Way before. Yeah. Way before. Um, And Miley Cyrus even did one recently, maybe like in the past like five or six years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they they still have it. It's still part of the MTV vernacular. Um, But Mariah was one of the best. Yeah. So, I mean, also let's look in like Mariah's career here because as new, she's so new here. Uh Uh-huh. She, you know, she, yes, she had been out there. She had her number one single. She had five number one singles by this point, um, all within two, two years. Yeah. Like, and then when we were watching this back, Martin, it's just, just said, like, where are we? Like three in three number ones in like, no, six, no, six, in. six, six. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. Cause I'll be there. It became her sixth number one. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that in two years, Mariah was like skyrocketing, like fame and celebrity and, and everything. And, She's still a baby. And to keep riding She's 22 that, years old. To ride that, to keep it going is something else. That's like a whole yeah. other thing. Look at the Spice Girls. They only have like two POW albums. Yeah. I mean, most people do only like have two, two, two POW albums. Yeah. And then it like fizzles out <laughs> after that. The fact that Mariah can take this live performance and have it sell 
over 3 million copies in just the U.S. alone Mm -hmm. says, like, so much about where she was at. Like, this is just, like, this is just, like, her just doing her thing, like, blah, 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 whatever. And then you just sell it and 3 million copies sold. Yeah. Get out of here. I know. It's crazy. So, um, I joined the Lamb, the Lamb World around Rainbow, uh, at Rainbow. And so this was part of my digging up, had to dig up the goods. Yeah. And so I keep saying, like, I don't really love the early, the first two albums. Like, I couldn't tell you the track listing. Oh. I could give you most of the track listing. This is a good track list, and it's really easy. Martin. Well, the first two albums. But when, <laughs> oh, I, okay. when, but when okay. I hit this, I was like, oh, this is where it's at. Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm like, this is like six songs, Martin. How can no, you no, not no, know? No. <laughs> so I mean, like, first, from the debut album and Emotions. And emotions you, yeah. yeah, okay. Got these, it. I like all the songs on the Unplugged, and I like yep. them all live, too. All these live versions. Yeah. All of them. They're all really, really great. They sound better live. I don't like the the studio version of these songs. You know, I like the studio version, but I will say when I want to listen to Someday, Mm. I instantly go to this one. I don't go to the album version. Because she dedicates it to anyone who's who's ever been been dumped dumped by someone they love. (laughs) And that's part of the song And I need to hear that before. I need to hear it before the song starts. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just not emotion. It's not Someday for (laughs) me. We'd like to dedicate this next song to anyone who's ever been dumped by someone you love. (laughs) I mean, that to me is, it's almost like that I see you up there moment. Uh Like when she says things to start or in the song, like that is so good. Like the performance is so amazing. Now that's, that's my go-to. So now if it's not there, then it's not the song. It's like a little add-on. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so where should we start? Go down the track list? Or... Let's talk about the set. Let's talk about the set. Let's talk about where it was filmed, yeah. what was going on. So it's filmed at the Kaufman Studios Astoria. Mm-hmm. And Kaufman Studios is still there. It is still there. Yeah. And they have a bar there now. Yeah. You can go to the Kaufman Studios and have a drink. Yes, you can. You can have a splash. Yeah, so if you're in town in New York City, go jump on the train out there to Queens it's pretty, pretty easy to get to. Yeah, although, uh, you know, for me, it's a trek. But it is pretty easy to go and get to. Yeah. I've been there numerous times. It's because we live here and we're like, I just want to go home. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I ain't getting on no damn train. Yeah. But if you're visiting. <laughs> but if you're visiting, it's a fun little thing. And yeah. it's uh, it's great. Like, you know, like, I swear we should put together a New York City tour of, like, Mariah Monuments. Mariah, I know. I, we Dad, should I do that. that the other oh, day. my God. That would be amazing. Can... I just have a great idea. And I'm going to tell it to you after the show. Okay. <laughs> I literally thought the same thing the other day. Um, okay, so uh, Kaufman Astoria. So still there. Go get a splash. Go get a Celebrate. splash. And another there. little known fact: um, that's where she filmed her uh, triumphant music video. You and I debut. was there. I make my music video debut uh-huh. in the Mariah Carey music video that no one's ever heard of and yeah. doesn't watch. But that's fine. <laughs> you have it. I have it, and I don't even watch it. <laughs> So, so it's filmed in like a, just a TV set. I think right. Friends was filmed out there too, wasn't it? Friends? No, no, different, no, studio, fr- different okay. studio. I don't know what. Nothing about Friends. Friends was filmed in Queens. Oh, was it? I think. I don't know. Or was it LA? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyways. Tangent. Um, so if you look at the set, it's a very simple set. Yeah. There's nothing. I think it's like an empty, empty studio. And they just like drape up these glittery like 
shiny drapes, fabrics, fabrics. Yeah. strung it up. Yeah, strings. Pretty basic. There's some moments I'm looking at it, and it kind of looks like um, like army camouflage that you hang. Oh, okay. Over the trucks to camouflage everything. Okay. A bit of that with some glitter, maybe. Yeah. And it works. It, it works. works. It looks good. It, everything looks really good. And then she has a full band. Mm-hmm. She has strings, percussion, piano, the Several 17 piano. million backup singers. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the backup singers, including the Price sisters with Kelly Price, who's now a Mariah hater. Uh-huh. Even though Mariah gave her her start in the industry. Wait, Kelly Price is a hater? Yes, she is a hater. When did she turn hater? Yes, girl. Yes. Well, let's have a, a tangent flashback moment. Remember when the Adventures of Mimi DVD came out and they were playing it on regular TV by this time, like yeah. Fuse TV or whatever. Yeah. Kelly Price was, uh, this is alleged because she never confirmed, uh. but the lambs attacked her. And then I think even Wendy Williams talked to her when she was on her show about it. And she was like, I said what I said and I'm not saying anything else. But what did she say? She said, oh, isn't it crazy how some of these iconic voices, um, I don't know, I'd have to look up the tweet, this is all paraphrasing, just don't have it anymore. Oh. Oh, she came that way? Oh, that's what she said? After and I guess, Yeah, like, because they were playing the Mimi tour. So this was maybe like a year or two after the Mimi tour, because that's when it came out on DVD. Mm. And then they were playing it on TV a lot. Mm -hmm. Do you remember those days? I wasn't here for it. Okay. I remember the DVD. But that's what they would do. They started playing it, like, on regular TV, like, a year or two after. Yeah, on, like, cable TV. And... You know the lambs are crazy, so someone's like, well, it just so happens that at the moment she tweeted this, the Adventures of Mimi tour was playing on this TV channel. Got it. And she then, was watching it. Yes. So she Allegedly. didn't say she was watching it. Right. But at the time she tweeted that, she that was on the air. Uh-huh. It was on TV at that moment. Right. So then all the lambs started attacking her. Is and she in the tour? No, no. She hasn't sang with Mariah since Charm Bracelet days. Charm Bracelet, yeah. Yeah. Because she's featured on... Through the, the Rain, Rain Remix. Remix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought they were friends. I thought so too. And maybe Mariah doesn't even know that they're not friends anymore. But she had, yeah. she had spoken poorly of Mariah's vocal state. Yeah. Which was actually not even bad. I don't even know what she's trying to talk about. Mm. But then when everyone came for her, she refused to say who or what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, now we know what you're talking about because now you're, there's no comment. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's whatever. It's all alleged. And I'm not trying to start a Twitter fight. <laughs> so I'm just saying what happened. Got it. So here she is in Unplugged. Un- and Unplugged. And she, she sang backup with Mariah many times on the uh, NBC Thanksgiving special. Yeah. Uh, obviously on the Through the Rain. Um, she, yeah, she was always there. Mm-hmm. Her and her sister. Um, the Price Sisters, yeah. The Price Sisters, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, we also have Melanie Daniels singing backup. Yeah. She was a longtime um, singer. Yeah. I think that's Melanie Daniels. I could be wrong. And Trailer Ends makes his debut. And Trailer Ends. Well, yeah, it's like his debut, but not As his debut. Right, yeah. right, right. As to, like, he comes to the front. Yeah, because he was singing with her on occasion yeah. for um, the for the debut and, yeah. and all of that. And he's in the Emotions video. And, yeah. But this is his co-solo part on this song brought him to global icon status. Well, he had a number one, too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not, it's not, and it's an equal because it's not like Mariah wrote the song. 
Right, exactly. It's a cover song. Yeah, so they both so, got mm-hmm. that number one spot. Both of them made it made it magical. Yeah. But we'll talk more about that in a moment. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because that's the one song that lived on. Right. Oh, of course. Of course. To this day. Um, and, okay, so then we got the stage. We got all the all the instruments, the band. We got Walter A. We got David Cole. Uh, Brandy Jackson's back there. Yeah. All her old band people that worked with her for years and years and years were all, all there. So this is really iconic. And she has the... Um the brass brand from Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Live. Live yes, because she had just performed. I believe she had just performed on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and so she invited them uh, to do this with them. So they play uh, during. I think it was if it's over, mm-hmm. right? But let's talk about what she's wearing. Let's talk about the hair. First of all, it just you know like um snap Instagram filters. Yeah. There's just like a, a 90s filter over this whole thing. Over this whole thing. It just it's looks like, like the 90s. Filter 90s. Yeah. Pick it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's so it's good. Great. It's, it's so, so it's good. good. Like from every, from the lighting to just like the, the, the so drapes they, just uh-huh. hanging to the audience members, yep. everything that everyone is wearing. Like look at the audience's jeans. Oh my God. Like the whitewash. There's like a woman with a sparkly dress. Mm-hmm, like it's so, mm-hmm. it's great. It is so, so crazy. Yeah. To look back at it. And then look at Mariah in her flawless curly hair. Natural curly hair. Oh, my God. Her because face is so cute. This is my favorite of the Mariah curly hair. Mm. Because, like, you know when she first came out, like, yes, like, she had just, like, the n- nice, beautiful curls. But this had, like, a more of, like, a style to it. A bigger, yeah. You know what I mean? And when I think of this era, this is what I think of. And the color is nice, too. It's, like, a nice light brown. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's, like, very, her natural color. It's mm-hmm. very good. Very good. And then she's wearing... Wearing all black, a velvet jacket. Yeah. A velvet jacket. Remember in Mariah's World, she was complaining about her early career and she didn't like her makeup? Yeah. Her makeup is perfect here. I don't even think she's wearing much makeup either. I mean, she has... She has a nice foundation, a nice... Blush that's blended in. A nice in. blush that's blended in. <laughs> yeah. uh, but her skin is flawless. Yeah. There's some couple. There's a couple of close-up shots uh-huh. of porcelain her skin. Porcelain. Mm-hmm. The bitch does not have a pore. Mm-mm. She does not have pores. Yeah. How did they get? How do people get that? I don't know. That's so crazy. But she's such a beauty here. She's such a beauty. Yeah. And vocally, I mean, stunning. Stunning, like it doesn't oh. get any better because you can just hear that her voice is so fresh and um crisp and effortless. Effortless, I mean, it just it comes out of her so naturally mm-hmm. that you can't even believe what you are hearing. Yeah, I know. it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Now, at the time, um, she was. People were saying she's just a studio singer. Right, right. She can't sing in real life. That was the whole thing. Especially the high note. I remember reading, and people, I remember people would tell me this. They just pitch, they just use the knobs on the board thing there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just pitch on it. the big board, they yeah. just like pitch it up. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. This, so this was not only just like to, you know, promote emotions. This was also to like, you know, shut the naysayers up. Yeah. Because Mariah, yes, she had performed multiple times. She would do one song here on uh, the Tonight Show, or she would do the TV show, TV show, or she'd do the Grammys or the Saturday Night Live. Uh But you did; she hadn't done a tour yet. Yep. So this was her very first concert because she was nervous, right? She she? was very nervous. Yeah. I think that the unplugged performance definitely helped to um, 
put me a lot more at ease about performing and um, just kind of showed me that I could do it. I mean, when you never get the chance to do something, you know, most people come up singing in bars or doing different things or performing their whole lives. I never did, you know. I just did it like the hardest test you could ever have, you know. It was like, get out there and sing in front of millions, millions of people, you know. It's all right. And it, you know, I had to learn the hard way. You wouldn't really be able to tell watching this because her body, her the the bop she has, her mm-hmm. stage presence, she f- seems very confident. Yeah. And because I guess when you have a voice like that, you don't have to worry about anything. It just comes out. Yeah. But it shows her insecurities. Even though she has this incredible voice, she was right. afraid to do it. She was. She was. And even at the one point, um, she... Um, I think it's after some day she says she hits that flawless high note Uh that like still to this day is probably one of her best high notes. Yeah. Um, Because they're so crisp and clean in this. So, and it's, I mean, she hits a tons of high notes and emotions, but the one in some day is like, what girl, what? Mm -hmm. She says, oh, thank God. I don't have to hit any more high notes the rest of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Which is because, you know, because you never know, maybe it might not work. Yeah. I think there's, um, one of the emotions that was a pre-recorded, right? There was this one of them cracked. One of the high notes cracked. Right. So what happened is, you know, there are there is audio, um, unedited audio, an mm-hmm. unfiltered audio, mm-hmm. raw audio from this. And so she does emotions twice. She opens mm-hmm. up with emotions, and you know. Her, I, her one of the high notes sort of cracks a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Mm. It just cracks a little bit. So at the very end, she does have to do high, more high notes, even though she didn't know she was going to have to redo emotions. But the one that we see on TV or on the unplugged is the second take. Because mm. if you because if you listen to both takes raw, um, you will hear that the first one is very different. Mm-hmm. Not just in the high note, though. In other ways as well. Yeah. So this is the second take. No one would ever know that, though. I mean, I didn't know that until maybe four or five years ago when those when I got a hold of those leaked audios. performances from here are perfect yeah maybe i will upload the uh first take from emotions to our patreon page and you can listen to the first take from emotions yeah yeah why not? a little extra um what were we going to talk about the set uh yeah we were talking about the set 
I don't know how we got sidetracked, but yeah, we were talking about, um, no, we were talking about why she was doing this, like oh, to yeah. shut the naysayers up and, yeah. um, and to prove that she can sing and mm-hmm. she's not just a studio act. Right. Like she's not like a programmed, processed yeah. singer. And these are the days there was no auto tune. You had to sing. Oh, you had to sing. Yeah. There was no, uh, going, you know, fixing and twisting knobs and doing that. Like, yeah. uh-huh. no. That's our technical terminology, by the way, twisting knobs. Yes, twisting knobs, turning things. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yes, very technical. I know nothing about it. <laughs> that's what they do, though. They twist their knobs. <laughs> I don't know what they do. <laughs> um, okay, so, so and she basically set, uh, she set the record straight. Like, she, she can sing. Yep. She has the chops. Yep. And then when people see this and see that she really can do this, that's why it becomes such a thing. Mm. Like, oh, my God, everyone has to watch this. Everybody has to watch this. Yeah. Because you get to see the um, athletics of her singing. And it truly is athletics. Yeah. Because no one can do this. No. No one. Okay, so now let's go down the set list, though. Okay. So, we start with emotions, emotions, which we just talked about. For them to start with that gets everybody, the energy is up. Mm-hmm. She has David Cole on the keys. With just his uh, shiny jacket With on. his shiny jacket, very 90s. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, David Cole. He has since passed. I wonder what type of stuff they would have created if he was alive. If he was still around, because they always did that high energy, very catchy. Like you know, he did like make it happen mm-hmm. um, and emotions. They did a lot of stuff on the emotions album together, but um, there could have been some more great moments. I wonder if he would have got ditched like everybody else. Well, eventually, yeah. During the because at moment. one point in here, she says, oh, the wonderful, great, talented Walter Athanasius. <laughs> yeah, Walter's there. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wonder what she would say about him now. <laughs> They're no longer friends, yeah. unfortunately. But um, they did make magic together, yeah. though. So this was ma- all magical. So it op- opens with emotions. Right. Gets everybody in the move. Everybody's yeah. grooving. Uh-huh. Million backup singers all dancing. The mm-hmm. audience is up. Mm-hmm. And then we, then we go into a slow down moment. If it's over. If it's over. That she wrote with her friend. Her idol. Her idol, yeah. <laughs> Carol King. <laughs> Carol Do you know what would have made, t- took this to a whole new level if Carol King came out and played the piano? Ooh, that would have really been something. That would have been something. And if we flash forward a couple years from this in 1992 to Divas, to Divas uh-huh. they actually sang together during Divas because they sang Natural Woman. 98 uh, Divas. 98 yeah. Divas because uh-huh. um, she wrote Natural Woman. Yeah. So Carol King is a great songwriter. But look at, okay, Mariah, 22 years old. She probably wrote this song when she was still 21, mm-hmm. 21 years old, writing a song with an iconic songwriter who's mm-hmm. been around for decades, yeah. who Mariah grew up listening to, and then creating such an amazing masterpiece. If It's Over is a lost gem in Mariah's catalog, I yeah. think. Didn't they spit it out real quick, too? It took him like a few hours? I think so. Like it was really quick. It was boom. I mean, but this song brings such a maturity. Mm-hmm. It is so soulful and it is a vocal masterpiece. Oh, yeah. Every performance she did of this song, which are not very many, but she performed it at the Grammys. She performed it at um, uh, Saturday Night Live and then here on Unplugged. Mm-hmm. They're all masterpieces. I mean, you want to hear singing. Mm-hmm. That's singing right there. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if she pulled this out of her repertoire now and put it... Girl, I'd be dead on the floor. Now that, <laughs> girl, 
I would like it. I would like the, it just, just to the, see something what different. she something yeah. different and to see how she would adjust her voice yeah. to you know sound nowadays. Not saying that it would be bad. Mm-hmm. I think she can still bring that same soul and that same tone to it. Yeah. It would just be different and I would be fascinated by it. Mm-hmm. I love this song. I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Then she does Vision of Love. And then she does Someday. Someday. Oh, yeah. Yes. This song is dedicated. dedicated to somebody who was to whoever. We already said the quote. Yeah. We, <laughs> why are we trying to relive that moment? <laughs> yeah, this is a good Someday. This, like I said, these are the only versions of these songs that I like. The, yeah. The unplugged versions. But, well, it's because of the live band. Not only is her voice great in this Someday, yeah. but the live band adds so much to it. And I love when she does the live version, they open up with that bridge, the bridge mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. little like rapping bridge where you know i i can't sing i'm not gonna sing it yeah but that part yeah um and i that that brings an added layer to um the live performance mm-hmm. that's another reason why i love this someday and then we got the price sisters mm-hmm. it's just a fun fun song she just needs to do this again i well she does in vegas but not this note I mean, just this whole set. Oh, this whole you, motif. you mean like the stripped unplugged. down, unplugged, yes. full band, yes. big Small backup stage. singers. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't care if I don't get invited. I want the DVD of it. Yeah, I'll I want take a new that. one. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that. Even it though I will be... beg and claw my way in. Oh, honey, I will I will work the event. Yeah, anything. <laughs> Put a moustache on and overalls and a broom. Yes, like, absolutely. I'll be the bartender in the back. Yeah. Um, so I love this. And again, we, we already actually spoke about some dates. So the high note is just outstanding. Yeah. It just is flawless. Absolutely flawless. Um, and then she sits down and does on the stool. Um, uh, vision, vision of, of love. love. It's a very um, subdued vision of love. It is still vocally powerful, though. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I you think know the, the big ending wasn't as big as she has done. Well, the thing is, she's performed that song so many times. She sounds really strong vocally on it, but she mm. doesn't do anything extra. It's sort of yeah. just like straight down the middle, big ballad, mm-hmm. big power, which is perfectly great and fine. Yeah. But she doesn't do any, like, twisting or turning or Mm ad-libbing. Like, nowadays, she always does. Yeah. You know, which adds fun and festiveness to the song. Like, we just did a Back in Time on the 27th anniversary of Vision of Love. And we talked about how... We mentioned this version. We didn't talk about it. We didn't, but I did put a clip of it in in the episode. I kind of forgot about it. I didn't forget about it. (laughs) But (laughs) it's just not one of my standouts. Yeah. It's a great one, and everyone knows this. Mm -hmm. Um, But it it just is what it is. Like, I prefer the BET 2005 version. That's, like, the best. But then there's the Grammy version. Pepsi Smash. Pepsi Smash, where she really goes and does, like, different things, like the The high high notes. notes. Yeah. She doesn't do a high note in this one. A lot of the Vegas ones are good, too. The Vegas ones are great. They're very powerful, and she gets a lot of growl. Mm-hmm. She growls now. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and some growling in this. There is. There is. She's a Ooh, especially during Make It Happen and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, is the next song. Yes. Vision of Love and then Make It Happen, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm I like this Make It one. Happen. No, I'll Be There. 
No, no, no. 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 Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll no, be yeah. there as last. I'll be there second as last, last. Second to last. Yeah. Okay, so make it happen. It's a good one. It is a really good one. It's one of my top 10. Mm-hmm. But I love all make it happens. I just love that song. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. So this no, is, me too. This is to definitely up fade. there. Yeah, it's between this and Diva's Live 98. Oh, that's a good one. That's happens. a good one. But the, the, the difference between the two is she started getting a big choir in the background to like help carry the song at the mm-hmm. end. This mm-hmm. one, she doesn't have the big choir, so she's doing most of the heavy lifting right. of the song. And, and she does it and beautifully. It's great, yeah. And now this is her current single. So we got like the, we just got it. It's out on radio. We got the music video, mm-hmm. um, which on the home DVD, they give you the music video. Yeah. So that's what really she was doing this whole show just to promote that. But in, happen, yeah. but in the bigger picture of things, she was silencing critics. Yeah. She was changing MTV's landscape. She was um, creating iconic moments with I'll Be There. There was so much being created and she didn't even realize it. No one realized oh, it. Oh, yeah. And that's, what, that's why this is magical. I know. This is why I love it so much. She's just singing. She's just singing. Just a girl with big curly hair singing. Yeah. Wearing um, a, a black... With little little tiny heels, uh-huh. tight jeans, simple, simple. She's kind of looking <laughs> like she is these days, but different. But different. She kind of come back around to this look. Yeah, the with like the jeans, and a belt. little jacket, a little tank top, and, and some boots. Mm-hmm. Although I much prefer this. I'd rather take the '90s filter. Oh yeah, than the 2017 <laughs> <Yeah>. filter. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's next after Make It Happen? We'll Make It Happen, then comes I'll Be There, which is... Just by the way, like we can't give it justice, so you have to watch no, it. No, you, you must go back and watch it. I yeah. mean, and if you're a Patreon listener, tune in to the, us watch it, watching We can it. watch it together, we'll, yeah. We'll watch it together. So I'll Be There, that's what came out of all this. Yep. The night before, somebody came to me and said, look, they really want you to do a remake. I'm like, okay, what do I do? And I'd always love the song I'll Be There since I can remember. And then people started playing it on the radio from the show. And so then it became a single. And no one knew this was going to be it. Yeah. Because Mariah tells a story about how it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a last minute addition. Yeah. They didn't really rehearse it. They didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a number one hit. Mm-hmm. Again, because this is, this is how it happened. And they, the video is from this. The video is from this. Yeah. Although they did, this is the official music video. There is an official studio version of I'll Be There. If you've never heard it, I don't like it. Because oh, this yeah, is because this is the version that we all know and love, yeah. and we ju- you just can't. No other version will compare. You can't catch the magic. You just cannot. You just can't recapture it. Yeah. You know. So this why that's why this one is the I'll be there that everyone loves. Yeah. Um, but they did do a studio version. Um, Where do you find that? You can find it like on probably on YouTube. I don't. Okay. It was never actually released on something. Mm-hmm. I don't think, at least not here in America. Lambs, if you know, if they like officially released that video or that studio version on something, mm-hmm. I don't think they did. I don't. I don't know. Interesting. It is interesting because here in America, this was released as a single, but the B side was "If It's Over." Right. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so I'll be there. I'll be there. They filmed this in March. It aired in April. In April, the radio started playing I'll Be There a lot. Right. And that's when they're like, hey, this is like 
this is a thing. Like people are loving this. Mm-hmm. Let's release this as a single, mm-hmm. which they did. And then came the album mm-hmm. in June. Mm-hmm. So it all sort of like grew into that. And all of a sudden, boom, it's like this whole new magical Mariah era all mm-hmm. off of this one song. Yeah. That was just so random. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's an amazing performance. The opening part, the soft tone in her voice, she almost mimics Michael Jackson's version. Yeah. Because Michael Jackson was, how old was he when he... Little boy. He was a little boy. Pre, pre, so, pre-pubescent. Yes. And so she perfectly sort of like mimics that so softly and beautifully yeah. in the opening of this. And still to this day... I think some of the opening, the opening line of this song is one of my favorite things to hear because she does, she switches it up so much mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I do love that. You and I must make a We must bring salvation back where there is love. Okay, here's another interesting tidbit um, about this song, which I did not know until maybe a few years ago. If you listen to the raw audio of this recording, Mm. the music instrumentation is completely different. Not completely different, but somebody is playing what I think might be a harpsichord, and it's very loud. Oh, and I think it's a harpsichord because the it reminds knob, the knob like, wasn't turned right. So they mastered that out completely. Oh, yeah, okay. I think, yeah, because in this, because I think they did it because they knew it was gonna like be a, a, a big thing. They just cleaned it up. They cleaned it up a little bit, but it's really interesting to hear that. Oh wow! And that's how the, it was initially recorded, but they took that right out. Interesting. so much better because every time I hear With that... With without? Without. Uh-huh. Because every time I hear that harpsichord, I always think of a Tori Amos song. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. The springtime of his voodoo or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But I'm like, it brings me back to Tori Amos, like, Boys for Pele era. If any <laughs> of you know who that is but that's just what it does to me that harpsichord i don't even know if it's a harpsichord because i don't know instruments but i'm glad they did it but they clean this up perfectly yeah and it's masterful let's talk about it after this it's like yes are we there's the life, life of it after well okay so this is in 92 now mariah yeah. did not perform this very often in america um, like on TV shows at the time. Yeah. Now it's a staple. She's always recording or Seeing performing it. it. But I think after this MTV Unplugged, I think the next time that we saw her perform this on television in America was the Madison Square Garden performance where she had Wanya Morris from Boys to Men mm, doing the second the lead, the tra- Trey Lorenz part. Which isn't the same. It's not the same. I don't like that version. No. I don't like that it's version. It's song. Yeah, it really is. Although, was Trey there? I don't think so. Uh. I don't think so. He must have been doing other things. Maybe. 
I don't know. I can't remember who was backing her up in, in those days. I think it was all ladies. I think she had all ladies. Mm-hmm. Probably the Price sisters and Melanie or somebody. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. But um, so that's why she did it. I also think like they were at that time from the Madison Square Garden performance, they were riding high off of One Sweet Day and Boys to Men were huge. So like for them to come and do that song together sort of made sense. Thing, and, yeah. You know, it's a thing. Yeah. So Trey could have been there and they're just like, sorry, you're sitting this one out, buddy. You're just back up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Trey. They, they very well could have done that. And then she's like, the label makes the, these decisions. The makes these decisions. <laughs> um, so, but there have been so many great, great performances of this. Well, one of my favorites is the Around the World DVD. Right. Butterfly 201. Mm-hmm. That's a cute moment. That is a cute moment. They always have fun performing this as well. Yeah. Always have fun. Uh, where else have I liked it? I liked it on the uh, VH1 Save the Music uh, for 2005. Uh huh. That was supposed to be like a Divas concert, but it was really a Save, Save the, the Music, music concert. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. I like, I mean, there's just so many. There's a lot of live ones that I like that don't have great audio. But mm-hmm. like, for instance, on the Emancipation of Mimi tour in Chicago, I specifically remember it being really, really well done. The two of them just like working back and forth off of each other really well. Mm-hmm. But what they do now is they almost make this song a sing-along moment. Because yes. everybody oh. in the audience sings along. Um, a recent good one is the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour in South Africa. Oh, yes. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yes, Mm -hmm. that was a good, good, good one. Yep. There are so many amazing ones. But, like, really, back in this day of 1992, she very rarely performed this. I know she performed it, like, on the Top of the Pops. um, And there were maybe a handful of other times, but it wasn't. It Literally, the song didn't need any promotion. Mm -hmm. It just ran. Yeah. And the radio... Snatched it up and everyone loved it. Yeah, I think an, an advantage is everybody knew it already, but now she took it to a new level. True. I mean, but this goes to Mariah changing the musical culture because anyone who's under the age of 40 knows Mariah's version as the version. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then then you're like, oh, yes, that's a Michael Jackson version. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or they're like, that's a Michael Jackson song. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of the kids nowadays, they hear this song, they instantly think Mariah. Mariah. And I'm maybe not 40, maybe anyone under the age of like 30, 25. 30. I would say 40. 40? Okay. Because the Michael Jackson one was a long time was ago. A, it was a long time in between. Yeah. Like, that was, like, in the 70s, early 70s, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mid, maybe late. I don't know numbers, but... Yeah, definitely the 70s. Definitely the 70s. Um, but let's talk about the significance of this song at uh, in the year of 2009. Is that when Michael Jackson died? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What happened? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Because so that was a moment. This turned into a moment. So Mariah's at Michael Jackson's funeral in an, in an arena. At the Staples Center. At the center. Sta- yeah, in L.A. <laughs> Which was very weird, by the way. But they had to. I mean, they needed to do that. I remember, I didn't even know Mariah was performing. No, I knew Mariah was performing. Yeah. But I was sitting there. I was glued to the TV. Oh, I was at work. We were in the office at my last job. And then um, my colleague Stephanie comes in. She's like, the funeral's on. Mariah's going to sing. So, of course, I fly out of my chair. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And then she walks out. 
And she looks great. Black. I love her hair. Okay. I love yeah. the little flip in the hair. I like the black dress. I like the black dress. Boobs were there. Yeah. But conservative out. Yes. <laughs> precisely. Precisely. <laughs> Trey looks great. They're singing. Um, yeah. There's pictures of Michael on the back wall. And then his casket is right, right at the there. foot of the stage. And so Mariah said she didn't know that was going to happen. She had no idea. And so she got a little overwhelmed yeah. emotionally mm-hmm. because her and Michael Jackson had created a little bit of a friendship yeah. during the demise of Tommy Mottola from Sony Music. Mm-hmm. Um, they both did not care for him mm-hmm. too much at the time, mm-hmm. allegedly. But so they were good friends and Mariah did not know that the casket was going to be right there because they didn't do a rehearsal. Mm -hmm. There was no like, you know, walk through of things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like get out there and sing. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened. And there was a moment where her voice cracked pretty severely, pretty severely. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting. But you could tell she was emotional. Yeah. It's interesting that this crackage, this voice malfunction, people that, people aren't dragging her for that. Right. As, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't, but other cracks, she gets dragged. Big oh, time. of course. Yeah, of course, of course. This is one that people are like, oh, we'll give you a pass, the public. Judgment. Right, 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 right. But she did have to go on um, like ET the next day and explain yes, what happened. Yes, she had to give a live statement yeah. talking about, sorry, I was overcome with emotion. Sorry, I'm a human being. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Like, who wants to sing at someone's funeral? Yeah. But, she, I mean, she was asked to, and of course she wanted to because she knew the significance of what this song yeah. uh, meant to her and how, you know, it has lived on through her mm-hmm. and, you know, the whole connection with Michael. So she had to do it. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit like I let everybody down but I really did try, and uh, it's just, it was it was difficult. But you know what? I think it was a true and honest emotional moment. I probably would say, if I was a singer, I probably would say, no, I cannot perform at someone's funeral. That's mm-hmm. just a little too much for me. I mean, she probably thought it was a tribute concert or something. Right. And essentially, that's what it was. Is was, yeah. Because they had so many other performers there as well, yeah. which were all great. But nobody knew that it was going to be like a funeral procession mm-hmm. and the coffin and gold and all of this. And yeah. It was over the top. It but was. that's Michael... That's the Jacksons the Jackson for you. Family. That's the Jackson family uh-huh. for you. Um, but nowadays when she performs this in Vegas, she... Um, they do like a little montage on the screen of Michael pictures. Yeah. And they give him um, a part. Like they, they play his part as well. Oh, yeah, as right. Well. His vocals. Yeah, his vocals are played. Just back to the um, the funeral... This was a moment where Trey like stepped in and saved Mariah, saved the song. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, oh, really, he took true. over. But you know what else I love about this version of "I'll Be There" from the funeral? As at the end, they sort of really go back and forth with each other, and they bring it church. Uh-huh. They bring it to church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look over your shoulder. Just-
That's the beauty and the fun that they always have. Not that they were having fun. They were being serious and yeah. churchy and, you know, moment. Um, but, but Trey the, was able to get her to like, get it together. Yeah. Snap out of it. Uh-huh. No, it was it was good. It was all all around great and still mm-hmm. a great it's moment. It's kind of one of my favorite I'd Be There's. It, it is good. I like the ending that where they play off of each other. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of mine. Love and enjoy it. Yeah. Because now she sings it all day long. All day long, everywhere. Yeah. And then when she was in Hawaii, didn't she perform it with, with uh, Jesse Smollett from um, Empire. Empire? That's cute. That's another that mix up. Thing. But if you know, if you're gonna sing it, just give me my tray. Give me my tray. Yeah, it's a tray classic. Yeah, I don't. I don't need anyone else singing it. <laughs> Not <laughs> even Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, love, 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 and enjoy. I'll be there. It's it's a classic. Yeah, it, it, and she, I guarantee you, she will probably be performing this for the, the rest of her died. career. Till Trey dies, yeah, till someone dies, <laughs> so somebody is no longer with yeah. us. <laughs> um, so shout out to I'll be there and all the great moments she's given us with that. I know. What else happened with Unplugged? Can't let go. <gasps> the finale. The finale. Spur of the moment. It is so amazing. It is my favorite Can't Let Go. It is by far my favorite Can't Let Go. Yeah. And I love Can't Let Go just in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just brings me back to those days, those moments. But this, it's almost like a semi-acapella. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, there's, they did not rehearse this and they just sort of threw it together and it's so effortlessly done. Yeah. And again, another beautiful, soft, beautiful high note. And it sounds great on the CD, but when you watch her actually sing it on the video, yeah, on the unplugged, you just like you watching are in, her. You're, in, you're so glued hypnotized. in, hypnotized. Yeah. I had chills uh-huh. when we just had just rewatched it. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, like every silence uh-huh. because you have you get so sucked into it because no nobody can do that. Uh, yeah, like that is just. I mean, there are great singers in the world, but to do what she did with Can't Let Go is mm-hmm. mind-blowing, mm-hmm. mind-blowingly good, because that sound is magical. Yeah. Her voice is just magic on that song. Very rich. Very, very good. Love everything about it. I can't talk enough about how much I love it. Yeah, you just have, you just have to watch it. That's all you can do. The one, only one that comes close to it is when she burst, burst out in it. At the Triumphant Tour in Sydney. That Australia. is correct. That is correct. And I was there for that. Oh, my and God. Like, and the fun part was I had been to the show in Queensland a, couple, a few days earlier. So I got the excitement out of the way. 
I'll just see Mariah be uh-huh. a Mariah show. So the Sydney show, I was like, I got a last minute ticket. I was at the back of the right, arena right, right. You're by there myself. Just for, you I had know. my beers. I was just chilling, enjoying it. And then she burst out in that, and I was like, I'm dying in my oh chair. Oh my god, I'm dying. dying! I had no one to die with too. I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> Like, oh my god, she Because oh my it's god. unbelievable how she did that. Yeah. Perform that song in years. Yeah. I mean, th- 1992, 93 was probably the last time. Yeah. Actually, I think on the uh, Adventures of Mimi tour, she did a, a snippet. snippet. You're right. Um, but like that, it was like, it was great and all, but like, come on, the one in Sydney. Uh, because it was spur of the moment. Spur of the moment and gave us vibes of unplugged, like gave actual unplugged, actual vibes. unplugged. Vi- and her voice, she sounded just like just, like, just it. like it. I know. I was like, see, she still has her voice is still there. If she sounds like this, uh-huh. she sounds like she's coming straight for off the unplugged. I know. And her voice was flawless back then. Yeah. So if she can still do, and then what I also love about it is she like did it coming out of uh, Love Takes Time. Because she started with Love Takes Time, and then she's like, okay, if you're going to do yeah, it, let's uh-huh, do it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it was almost a combo. Or was it the other way around? Or was it the other way around? It was Can't Let Go it and Then Love Takes Time? Yeah, I, I forget. But it, I could watch that like minute clip Oh yeah, for the rest of my life. I was like dropping dead. I already am dead. Yeah. <laughs> because the thing is now, because of MTV Unplugged... Can't Let Go has to be sung spur of the moment. It has to be sung spur of the moment, and <laughs> yeah. it has to be stripped down, yeah. and it has to be that. Because I don't like the album version, because I like Unplugged so much better. Yeah. Like, don't like, waste my time. When, when a live version is outdoing the studio version, mm-hmm. you know magic is happening. Yeah. And that happened with a lot of songs. Someday, yeah. Can't Let Go, I'll Be There. But even the other Can't Let Goes that are live... For TV things, I'm like, oh, whatever. Who cares? I think they're they're great, but they're I definitely but the spur of the go. Ones. I definitely go for for this. Can't let go. It's yeah. it's by far the best. Uh-huh. But yeah. Oh, oh the go. unplugged. It's so oh, good. the unplugged. It is so good. It's it basically is so good. the greatest hits of her first two albums. It pretty much is already. It pretty much is. I mean, it, and again, I just can't get over. How young she was. Baby. And she's doing so many great big things in her life, in her career. Her talent is unmatched. We don't even have heroes. Unmatched. Yet. We don't have heroes. I know. We don't have we don't have Dream Lover. Dream, none of that. We don't have butter. We don't even have this is so earth. This is so baby Mariah, but it's uh-huh. so epic. It's so epic, but the epicness hasn't even started. And it hasn't even begun. 
We haven't even begun. Like this is just her teasing us. She's just teasing us here. Yeah. This is this is why it's so amazing. Like she's still in the infancy of her career. Mm -hmm. And we've already gotten so many things. Classic moments that have changed the landscape. Yeah. Changed the landscape. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only Mariah can do something like this. People don't realize how influential this special was. Yeah. And I mean, that's why we're back in time, reliving it 25 years later and feeling all these emotions for it. Well, it's the definition of, she became the definition of what a star is because Mm -hmm. every little baby singer out there, the Beyonce's and Christina Aguilera's and all of them were watching that and realized that's where I need to go. That's what I need to reach for. Right. Because she was so high above everybody else. Yeah. In the pop world at the time. And she didn't have to do anything but stand there and sing. Yeah. Because her voice is just so magical. Yeah, there's no like choreograph dance. No, there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. There's just a, a lot of instruments, mm-hmm. a lot of bands, and some backup singers. But Mariah is at the forefront carrying it all the way through. Yeah. I love this. I love Unplugged. But think of all the pop stars now that that saw that. I'm like, oh, that's where I got to go. Oh, of course. She set she the like bar. She changed the direction. Yes. I'm telling you, Mariah's influence, people might hate on her or, you know, not give her the break she deserves mm-hmm. nowadays. Mm-hmm. You go back, you listen to this, and you tell me mm-hmm. that Mariah ain't still Mariah Carey. Yeah. Have another thing coming. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of it, right? That's it. I think it's short and quick. I, short and quick, we even though this is probably it. like six hours yeah, now. I, know, I think this was longer um, than the thing. But um, we you just have it. to yeah. go back and watch it. You, you like, you have to watch it from beginning to end. I know, and just it, to really get it. I think this this day and age, you don't want to sit down and watch a DVD, right? Because we were too busy looking at our phones and shit. When we were watching, I was like, "It's over already." It's yeah. quick and sweet. It's quick and sweet, and it's you fun. get your fulfillment of. Music, Yeah. I mean, anyone who loves music could not not love this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, across all boards. Something wrong this with is, you. This is a master class. Yep. In music. hmm It's amazing. I know. Glams, right now, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, leave us an iTunes review, and then immediately yeah. go and rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> While you're watching it, get on the <laughs> iTunes review from the iTunes store. Exactly. And if you want to watch it with us, sign up to patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Yeah. A buck. That's it. For one dollar, you get all the inside scoops and behind the scenes from Martin and I. Yeah. Um, All right, guys. That's it, really. That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, tell your friends. Share. And that's it. We'll see you again back in time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.